giving it everything in the pursuit of a winning goal. There's still danger here after this half clearance. Can Kukulun come clear? And he's done it at a crucial late stage of the game. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Bottom Boys of FIFA Apocalypse podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Conlon, along with my co-host over here. Hi, everybody. Lewis Connect here. How you doing? It's great to have me on this pod. Thanks for inviting me. Um, let me know when you go announce for the Chicago Cubs. Okay. All right, well, we're not talking about the Chicago Cubs right now because they're not the World Series champions. Los Angeles Dodgers are. I don't know if anyone's heard about right. this. Um, we are going to talk about match day 22, which is the only match day that, in the league championship title run that was played. Um, lots of drama. Lots of drama. Daniel, come on. There's lots of drama. we got to speak like there's lots of drama. You're going to put our listeners to sleep. Let's try that again. Lots of drama, but with some oomph. Come on. Lots of drama. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I forgot our dynamic on this podcast. Um, so before we get to the Chris and Michael showdown, let's break down the other matches. Yeah, we'll just go down the, the list um, until we circle back to that to that top match. Um, I believe we already talked about Sam and myself, but he did beat me 3-2 to two in a League Cup final preview. A League Cup final preview. Um, you know. Which is still a League Cup final preview uh, whilst we record this. The League Cup finals not happened, and that's the end of mentioning League Cup. Yeah. Onward. Um, Dan- Samuel beats you 3-2, to two, and you know what? At your best, I think this is not a bad result. And Sam needed you come this. close, and if he can fix some things on defense and uh, you get a handle on Liverpool, I think, I think you win this one. But you didn't, so you didn't. And Sam needed this result because he only made the uh, the auto entry by one point. Anything less than that, and he would have dropped to seventh place, and he would have played you in the Champions League plan. And he wouldn't have liked that because he would have had to play me, and he's afraid of playing me, right? Of he, course, right. He, Moving on. Moving on. George and Fernando. Oh, we already kind of... I believe we spoke about this one as well. We but... spoke about this one. Poor Fernando. Like, he's... He was playing so great. He had tied Michael and Chris in the previous week, and then he's one goal behind in tying this one. But, I mean, this is not unusual uh, for George to just win by a goal, gets the job done, but he gets the job done. He plays great defense, and then he'll, he'll set up, like, with Conte and company. Um, no, Vincent Company doesn't Vincent. play for them anymore. What? Vincent Company doesn't play for them anymore. Vincent Company doesn't play for them anymore, right. Um, <laughs> they'll set up the goals necessary to get that extra offense that it takes to win 2-1. to one. Yeah, George didn't have a whole lot to play for here. Um, no. Fernando couldn't... I mean, I guess if he, if he had won by a bunch of goals, he might have been able to jump in, but he didn't really have a whole lot to play for either. So it was just a fun match between two good teams. Speaking of somebody who didn't have a lot to play for, Carrie. So basically, the only person who had you know anything at stake was Jordan. Basically, he loses. I'm playing him in Champions League playing, um, but he ended up winning two to one. Um, not a bad result. Um, I mean, it's a loss, but not a bad outcome for Carrie. Um, Jordan has Barcelona. 
Um, and he, I mean, he really knows how to score. He knows how to maneuver around defenders in the box. And, I mean, he stifled Carey's offense with PSG. So, Yeah, Barcelona is a tough team to play against. Tough team to game plan play. for. Um, and again, Jordan had more to play for. Carey was locked into that eight spot. He couldn't move up or down. So there wasn't a whole lot of urgency on his end. Um, obviously, Jordan had a bit more urgency. Um, so then we have uh, myself versus James. I think we already talked about this. I, be- I lost. I believe so, but since we've got another you versus James matchup coming later this, this week, big, let's talk about it. Big. This, uh, well, first of all, this loss to James, it's basically the uh, inverse of the beginning of the season where I beat James by the same score, 4-2. to two. So we're essentially level on the season, and huge matchup. Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, that one was for you, Fernando. You're welcome. Because, uh, man, he came in guns blazing offense-wise. And let's just say I've been working on some defensive drills with the uh, boys in yellow, as you've always seen it. Um, I feel like nobody else will call Uve the boys in yellow, but I will never play with their lame-ass Piemonte Calcio black and red that's just a lame color I, I don't like it not one bit you heard it here first heard it here first um, so that's gonna be a crazy matchup James and myself but guess what it's the matchup I wanted as far as playing goes it is the like, matchup you wanted when the table was completed I was like you know what this is the rematch I want this is the re- the re- rematch that I want. I feel confident against the, uh, wait for it, some trash talking's about to happen, the shit Tottenham Hotspurs. Okay. Wow. I don't know if I was uh, like a Liverpool fan, like you would say something it, to it, be in agreement, but nope, just crickets, okay? It's, it's hard to trash talk other teams when you're, you know, the reigning champ and top of the table once again. Although Tottenham is also top of the table as we speak. So, yeah, but there's a lot it's of games. Still early. Same can be said about Syria. Like pff, Inter Milan's up there. Yeah, right. Uve's going to be climbing in the real t- table, you know. Um, next game, Kyle versus Brian. Kyle wins two to nothing. No surprises there. The way Brian's been playing, he's been focusing on FIFA 2021. Um, also on his break that he's going to have with season four. Um, good luck, Brian. Um, Best of luck to you with that break. I hope you come out and you get the team you finally deserve, whether that's Chelsea, look out, George, um, or another team that hopefully will give Brian the quality he needs to be competitive in the title race and the the, uh, cups. Yeah, I have a feeling that basically just not playing with an Italian team will help. Although, I mean, he had Napoli last season. He did Napoli did well. well for him. It's just his keeper was uh, trash. Yeah. Um, well, and then Kyle with these, yeah. uh, I mean, that basically solidified Kyle's position. Yeah, Kyle obviously had to play, had more to play for. Um, but, you know, he, he got the job done. Like when we talked to Kyle, what, what was he in? Sixth or fifth on the table? I think he was in fifth. And I, th- I believe he moved up a spot because I believe he was tied with Sam. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. 
Um, what well, beautiful table this has turned out to be. Let's um, look at the table. Three through three through twelve. Table three through twelve. Add some anticipation yeah. for the Michael Chris showdown, and uh, also get everybody you know excited. You know. Yeah. Because um, hair rising, nipples tingling, all that stuff. Because anyone who's not Michael or Chris um, is probably a bit more interested in where they placed in the table for their own personal gain. That's right. So, uh, slotting in at number three with a pretty good performance this season. I think this was probably the best regular season George team we've seen. If you ask me, 39 points. Um, he only lost five times. I, I don't know. I, I felt like this is the most dominant he's been of the past three seasons. But he doesn't have the most draws. You would think George, that's just his way of playing he like wants a result regardless of circumstances um fernando actually had the most with and we'll, we'll get to how he fared in the end but eight draws from fernando tough tough sledding man yeah, look out a, look out in season four if a couple of, those, couple of those even like three of those let's say instead of draws were wins it's an extra six points now all of a sudden he's sitting in ninth place Exactly, and he's in the play-in. Yeah. Uh, coming in at number four was Kyle with 34 points. I mean, basically three and four were, were um, uh, you know, battle between George and Kyle. It went basically back and forth most of the season. Sometimes you had Jordan in there, but that's because, like, George had games to play and whatnot. Um, I think in the end, we kind of figured three and four would be George and Kyle. Like, any given season, that's what it's going to be. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Kyle with a good showing with Atletico. Um, this first time we'll see Atletico in Champions League play. Yeah. Uh, coming and real, in, real Champions League play. Real, yeah. Coming in at number five is uh, Jordan with Barcelona. 33 points. A zero goal differential. Scored 42, gave up 42. In, in honor of a great Dodger Jackie Robinson. Great human, Jack Robinson. He did that on purpose. He did that on Much purpose, Much respect, yeah. Jordan. Much respect, Jordan. Um, then, then coming in with the last spot in the automatic entry was Sam. 31 points. Um, he barely made it in to automatic entry. But look at where he was. But his goal differential is significantly mark. different. Look at where he was in the half mark. And like, also that, yeah. Sam slotted in a 10th um, when we were halfway through the season. Rose up four point four spots, excuse me, to sixth place. Um, it's a pretty good second half rise. Uh huh. Dude wants his damn respect, and uh, he's he's looking to earn it. That that's what he's looking for, yeah. Whether we'll give it to him, that's yet to be seen. That's up to us. We the bottom boys, and we the players of FIFA Apocalypse. Uh, at seven, we have James with uh, thirty points. Minus 11 goal differential. He gave up the most goals in the league. Gave up the most goals in the league, but, I mean, he, he scored some, too. Yeah, he, he scored a good amount, I'd say. Uh, 51 goals scored, 62 goals allowed. Averaging about just under three goals per match allowed. Um, so I think he's going to need to tighten up that defense. But once you get into the play-in, you know, it doesn't matter how good your or bad your defense is as long as you're able to get enough goals to win at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, then coming in at number eight is Carey. 26 points. 
Uh, he did significantly better than last season. I think with PSG, he just feels more comfortable with that team. Homeboy turned his goal differential around. Well done, Kerry. Yeah, he and he he had a solid uh, defense this year. Um, just glancing at it, he was in the you know middle area of defense, but that's that's pretty good. Like that's what you want for for the teams that aren't towards the top of the table. Um, yeah, no, Kerry's hard to play. Like he did really well this this season to get up to eighth. Get himself, want to get himself PSG. into the plan, you know. I think he's convinced he likes PSG enough to stick with them. Yeah. Now, on to you. Basically, a point per game. How about that? You basically, if you drew every game, you'd have the same result. That's fantastic. Um, negative 21 goal differential. I basically it's not lost. The worst. It's not the worst. <laughs> I lost by a goal. Somehow, I, I got a point in every game, but I, I lost by a goal in every game somehow. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. I don't know how that works either. I think it's mostly because when I win, it's by one or maybe two goals. And when I lose, sometimes it can be by like four or six goals. So, but you know, getting into ninth place, I was 10th place last season. So ninth place is good. Improvement. Yeah. Slow strip. Look, honestly, as long as you get in the play in, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Um, and I mean, I'm just happy to be in the play in, even though I was looking, <laughs> I was looking for automatic entry come the half mark but you know it's a tale of two halves and uh <laughs> i was in positive goal differential and i wound up with 20 points negative 14 goal differential yeah you're and, sitting there at number 10 um you made the plan that's all that matters but i do exactly. want to point out that at the halfway mark you had 18 points on the season and then at the full season mark you have 20 points yep all right that's basically two draws once uh, one against george and one against kyle which is weird I, yeah <laughs> This is very weird. But you know what? You made it in. That's all that matters. doesn't matter exactly. otherwise. You could have gotten zero points in the second half and still made it in. Still made it, yep. Um, then then... Fernando um, with 17 points, goal differential of negative 22, and Brian at 12 with 17 points with negative 22 goal differential. The thing that separates them, Goals the allowed. draw category. The draw category. Yeah, I mean, Brian pulled in another win, um, but Fernando had three more draws, so that evened out the points, and Brian gave up ten more goals than Fernando did. I guess also scored ten more goals than Fernando did by that. And you know what? Congratulations, Fernando and Brian. You you encapsulated what this pod's all about. Being a mother-trucking bottom boy, congratulations. Round of applause for you. All right, well... Let the record show that it was only me clapping and Daniel just sipped his tea, coffee, whatever warm beverage that was, or a cold beverage. You don't know that it was a warm beverage. It's, you know, it's a Saturday. Could have been an ice cube. He probably drank nothing. Bad luck. Um, well, shall we get into it? Let's get into it. Then there was the last matchup of Match Day 22. Literally for all the marbles of the league. Michael versus Chris. This took place in the uh, Bernabeu. The glorious Santiago Bernabeu. Real Madrid did not wear those glorious home whites that Martin Tyler and Alan Smith love so much. Because, you know, when they're wearing those home whites, you know you're playing Real Madrid. That's what they say. Yep, and they didn't, and it felt like... Well, it actually felt like Real Madrid was still playing. It's just Arsenal 
were the freaking they brought out the big guns they were the gunners this game let's well, let's talk about it right because like so chris needed a win or a draw to win the title michael needed a win michael if they drew chris wins so michael had to come out swinging um and he came out swinging a little bit but there was no real goal scoring action for the first 40 minutes or so it was sort of a tip for tap. Right before the half. Right before the half. Chris is able to get a goal past Leno and uh, put Real Madrid up one to nothing. So now Michael needs two goals. And Michael probably is like, oh, gosh, darn it. Sweet Jeebus. I'm sure that's I'm what he said. That one and I have to score twice now in order to take the league championship. Yeah. But, you know... We already talked about a tale of two halves. Michael has it in him. He's done this kind of stuff before. He didn't do it in season one, so Michael's probably revisiting some demons here. But you know what? Every dog has his day. Every Clayton Kershaw gets a chance to exercise those demons. I'm not saying Michael is a Clayton Kershaw, but this was one of those moments. This was, um, he was able to get an equalizer, bring it back to 1-1. Um, and for a while, it looked like that was going to be our final score. One one. But then, but then, now earlier in the game, Lacazette had hit uh, not just one post but two posts. Obviously, if one of those goes in, it's an entirely different game. The post was Chris's friend. The post was um, definitely Chris's friend. Poor Michael. Even in the first half, like Michael's chances were all post. I think they were post hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he could, didn't seem to get that extra, you know, couple centimeters he needed to, in order to get that ball into the back of the net, and uh, we got the notice of two minutes of stoppage time, and it looked like, all right, this is it. Chris is going to be our league title winner, and then Lacazette hit the post one more time, but this time it was the inside of the post, and it was going in, which like that was probably the craziest finish we ever we've had to a game that wasn't you know a walk-off i guess um there was no time left that was it that was the last play of the game time left basically chris got a pass in and then whistle blows that that is as close to a walk-off to win the title as you can possibly get yeah and i mean it's like one of those moments you just muster the uh the courage you you have the uh what is it? The uh, the test of Michael's bottle was passed. Um, he celebrates in the camera. Questionable decision, if you ask me. But you know what? It's a league title. It's not so. questionable. Think of what's going on. What was on the on the, on on the platter? What was at stake? I don't know. I I've, I've celebration never. Celebration I've never gotten to that point, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. Exactly. We can't judge because we've never been there. That's why we, the bottom boys of FIFA Apocalypse, thus far. Thus far, maybe one of us can uh, do something in the Champions League. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I think the only way to truly understand what it's like to have that kind of uh, celebration is to talk to somebody in the celebratory mood right after such a victory with Michael winning 2-1 over Chris. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah, let's let's talk to Michael. Let's, let's I'll get... go talk to him right now. Okay. okay. Let's go call him up. I'm going to go back in time to when this happened, right after the game. Like a time heist? Yeah, I'm a time heist. That's what I do. Okay, let's do that.
I'm here with Michael Brandon Foster, the season three of FIFA Apocalypse champion. We've just uh, found out this result from the very last game of the season is what we wanted. But uh, Kerry and Jordan had to get theirs done later. Shame on you guys. Michael, how do you feel as being the champion of season three? I'm still shaking. That was an incredible season, a wild last game. I thought Chris had it. I thought he won the title, came down to the last goal in stoppage, and I'm just, I can't believe it. I think Chris thought he had it too because he was, uh, won the post was on his side. I'm speaking, yeah. <laughs> trying to speak from an unbiased point of view, but, the you know, the post was your enemy that yeah, entire Lacazette, game. Lacazette took three shots. All three of them hit the post. Thankfully, the third one bounced in, but two in the first half that were good shots, got past the keeper, and just could go in. And, I mean, he yeah. got that goal going into uh, the half with Hazard, and things looked like the momentum was on Chris's side because he had also played a game previous to this one. So he did have some momentum in his favor coming off a, a game, but you responded. Yeah. yeah, he had a ton of momentum. He was playing really well. I thought I did an okay job cutting out his, um, his like skill move attacks, forcing him to play a passing game. And I think that suited my defense a little bit better. Um, but his passing like dove through the back line there. He, he got like a break in midfield and was able to kind of ticky-tacky until he got around the Louise at the end uh, to, to score that go-ahead. It was pretty scary. This title must feel a lot sweeter than the previous season's title. This is your back-to-back, -back, am I right? Yeah, it's back-to-back, -back, which is awesome. I haven't really thought about that. Because this was and extremely doing contested. It with, doing it with Arsenal felt really good, too. Um, like, winning with Liverpool was super fun, don't get me wrong. Um but doing it with your own club, and they're just, like, not the best FIFA team in the world. So it, it felt like more of a challenge. You had to, like, learn the ins and outs of each player and try to try to really maximize that. Um, I think the subs mattered a lot more because the bench is pretty weak. Um, it, it was wild. And it came down to the very last play of the whole season. Yep, basically. Um, it's kind of funny. The commission and I were watching the game, and we're like, oh, can he do it? Well, that would be a most insane of goals if it would happen in, like, what was it, the 87th or 88th minute, 89th? It was, it was 90th, actually. 90th, right, 90th. 90th, yeah. 90th barn burner. Um, yeah, and it was definitely desperation time. I was just kind of throwing up lob. And the fact that the post played a factor in that goal, too. I was like, I thought it would ricochet away, but then I, like, blinked for a moment, and the goal was registered, and I was like, oh, my God! Yeah, that... I really can't believe it. I've got to give full credit to Chris, though. That was a hell of a game. Came down one play away from winning the title. He beat me in the first matchup, so we end up... I think that score was also 2-1, so we're even on the season against each other. Um, we both gave each other a run for our money towards the, the end of the season here. Both kind of like left some points on the table, but it was neck and neck. So, it, yeah, it feels really good, but good season. For everybody, you, the Champions League. And you definitely exercised those season one demons when it came down to the very last game and Chris uh, took that one. So it, it, this is why we do this FIFA apocalypse. We get that healthy competition. This is why yeah. it's exciting to to twitch these things. It was great. I saw eight, nine people watching at one point. Might as well be eight, nine million. That was 
It was quite the rush. So, Michael, I'm going to ask you a very important question. Um, now that you are FIFA Apocalypse Season 3 champion, what are you going to do? Buy FIFA 21. Buy FIFA on. 21. There you go. Because Disneyland's closed, everybody. Don't go there. Yeah, we're staying home. We're playing more FIFA. That's right. Um, and then we have a uh, Champions League to look forward to. So the uh, the deed is not done. Shame you it's couldn't not. go for a triple crown this time. Yeah, I can't get the triple. Still hoping for a double. But honestly, I'm worried about the Champions League this year. Like we saw it towards the end of the season. The table is so tight. Anybody can beat anybody on any given day. Um, Brian, Brian and Fernando at the bottom had like big surges towards the end and. Everybody else in there was like knocking off top boys left and right, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a great Champions League. Good luck in the play-ins. I can't wait to see who's in the group. Thank you. Speaking of play-ins, um, seems like I got a match against James, uh, a rematch of our uh, match day twenty. So I got some work to do, Michael. Again, congratulations. I'm gonna go uh, basically practice until I drop. Get in those reps. Thank you, Louis. Thanks for having me. Congratulations again. Good talking to you. So those are the uh, the words of our Season 3 title winner, Michael Vosser, as Arsenal. No one thought he was going to be able to do it as Arsenal. But it goes to show that if you're good at FIFA video games, you can do it with any team. It don't matter. He could have been Sunderland. He could have been Portsmouth. Um, it was inevitable. Dread it. Run from it. Michael wins the title all the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a song. You've got a song? I got a song. And it's got to be played, okay? And it relates to the kind of mentality of the celebration. Okay, what's the song? I think the song should be uh, Tootsie Roll. Let me see that Tootsie. Hit it!